0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I'm here to read you guys yet another magical adventure story. The latest story up on our premium channel is called Maisie and Hazy the Naughty Twins Help a Big Bad Wolf. Maisie and Hazy are twin sisters, but they are very naughty. They are always arguing and never share anything. One day, they go on a camping vacation with their family and come across a wolf in the forest. The wolf needs their help, but what will they do? To listen to this story and more, join up to our premium channel and become a super fan of Short Stories for Kids. Here you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every single week, plus our entire back catalog of stories ad-free. Also, premium-only shoutouts just for you guys. So to hear this story, just sign up to our premium feed in a couple of clicks through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. I thought I knew my father better than anyone. One day we were chatting and I heard a story I've never heard before. That got me wondering how many other stories don't I know? That's why I got my father Storyworth. Storyworth is an online service that helps you and your dad or a father figure connect through sharing stories and memories. Every week, Storyworth emails your dad a thought provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought of, like, what is your fondest childhood memories, or have you ever feared for your life? I've really enjoyed reading my dad's answers to these questions. For example, I didn't know that my dad almost drowned as a child when he fell out of a fishing boat, but luckily his cousin saved him. After one year, StoryWorth compiles all those questions and stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book the whole family can share for generations. Right now, for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase. When you go to storyworth.com slash that's S T O R Y W O R T H.com slash to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash shortstories. So today's story request comes from a nanny who is looking after three kids, Asher, Caleb, and Sebastian. And they would love a story where they meet a fairy, a dinosaur, and a flamingo who are all lost and they help them get back to their homes. Okay guys, so we love the sound of this story. Thank you so much for your great ideas and we hope that you enjoy it. And everybody else too, are you guys ready for this new adventure? Let's jump right in. It was a warm, sunny day. The kind of day that was too beautiful to stay cooped up indoors. With this in mind... Asher, Caleb, and Sebastian had decided to go for a walk. It was so nice to be outside and to feel the sun on their faces. As they walked along, they chatted about all sorts of things, such as what the world's best pizza topping was. It was while they were talking about whether or not you could put broccoli on a pizza that Asher stopped suddenly. What is it? asked Caleb. Sebastian was flicking his head from left to right, trying to work out why they had stopped. ''Can't you see it?'' asked Asher. ''There, just above the grass.'' Caleb and Sebastian followed where Asher was pointing, and both gasped at what they saw. There was a fairy, flitting about, this way and that, as if searching for something. ''What's she doing?'' asked Sebastian. ''I don't know.'' "'admitted Asher. "'Let's go over and ask.' "'The fairy was so busy doing whatever it was she was doing "'that she hadn't even noticed them get so close. "'And when Asher next spoke, "'she was so surprised that her wings nearly popped off. "'Excuse me,' said Asher. "'What are you doing?' "'The fairy was clearly distressed "'and looked as if she was about to cry. "'I've lost it. I've lost it,' she said. What have you lost? asked Asher. The tooth. I've lost the tooth, replied the fairy, and she began to search again. Cool. Are you the tooth fairy? asked Caleb. Not for much longer, whimpered the fairy. If I lose the tooth, I won't be allowed to be the tooth fairy anymore. Don't worry, said Asher kindly. We'll help you find it. The three children got down on their hands and knees and began to search amongst the grass, pulling the blades apart with their fingers to peer right down into the soil. After about five minutes of searching, Asher suddenly snatched up a tiny white object. I found it! I found it! Oh, thank you! Thank you! said the fairy, trembling with relief as she took the tiny tooth. I thought I'd lost it forever. They said their goodbyes, and the fairy flew on her way. A little later, Asher, Caleb, and Sebastian were walking through a wood. The leaves overhead offered shade from the warm sun, and all around them was the sound of birdsong. There must have been so many birds in the wood that day, it was hard to spot them. It was while they were trying to spot one of the birds that Caleb stopped suddenly. "'What is it?' asked Sebastian. Asher was looking up and down, trying to work out why they had stopped. "'Can't you see it?' asked Caleb. "'There, in that tree!' Sebastian and Asher followed where Caleb was pointing and both gasped at what they saw. "'There was a flamingo just stood on the lowest branch of the tree.' turning its head this way and that, as if searching for something. "'What's it doing?' asked Asher. "'I don't know,' admitted Caleb. "'Let's go over and ask.' The flamingo was so busy doing whatever it was doing that it hadn't even noticed them get so close. And when Caleb next spoke, it was so surprised that its feathers nearly fell off. "'Excuse me,' said Caleb. "'What are you doing?' The flamingo was clearly distressed and looked as if it was about to cry. Oh, I'm lost, I'm lost, it said. Where are you supposed to be? asked Caleb. Africa, replied the flamingo. I seem to have lost it. Wow, you're a long way from Africa, pointed out Sebastian. Oh, if only I could work out which direction to fly in, whined the flamingo. I don't want to fly the wrong way. Don't you worry, said Caleb kindly. We'll help you find Africa again. The three children put their heads together and had a good think. After talking about it for a moment, Caleb suddenly shouted, I've got it! I've got it! On the map, Africa is east from here. The sun rises in the east. That's over there, so if you head that way, you'll find Africa. Oh, thank you, thank you, said the flamingo, opening out its pink wings. I thought I'd be lost forever. They said their goodbyes, and the flamingo flew on its way. A little later, Asher, Caleb, and Sebastian were walking beside a road. There weren't any buildings along here. And unusually, the road was very quiet. It got them to thinking about cars and trucks and bicycles and what they would drive and ride when they grew up. It was just while they were discussing if they'd ever own a flying car that Sebastian stopped suddenly. "'What is it?' asked Asher. Caleb was turning back and forth, trying to work out why they had stopped. "'Can't you see it?' asked Sebastian." There, at the bus stop. Asher and Caleb followed where Sebastian was pointing and both gasped at what they saw. There was a triceratops stood at the bus stop, turning its head this way and that as if searching for something. What's it doing? asked Caleb. I don't know, admitted Sebastian. Let's go over and ask. The Triceratops was so busy doing whatever it was doing that it hadn't even noticed them get so close. And when Sebastian next spoke, it was so surprised that its horns nearly fell off. "'Excuse me,' said Sebastian. "'What are you doing?' The Triceratops was clearly distressed and looked as if it was about to cry. <laughs> I'm, "'I'm lost, I'm lost,' it said. ''Where are you supposed to be?'' asked Caleb. ''In the past. In the past with the dinosaurs,'' replied the Triceratops. ''I've lost everybody.'' ''Goodness, you're millions of years away from where you need to be,'' pointed out Asher. ''If only I could work out how to get back,'' whispered the Triceratops. ''I don't want to be stuck here forever.'' "'Don't you worry,' said Sebastian kindly. "'We'll help you find a way home.' "'But how are we going to do that?' asked Caleb. "'We don't have a time machine,' added Asher. "'It was beginning to look as if they wouldn't be able to help the Triceratops. "'But then Sebastian suddenly had a great idea.' "'I've got it! I've got it!' he shouted. "'We're at a bus stop, and buses take you to where you want to go.' All you have to do is wait for one that's going to dinosaur times. Asher and Caleb weren't so sure about this, but they were willing to give it a try. Okay, they said, it might work, and so they waited for a bus. Look, said Sebastian, pointing excitedly, there's one coming. Nobody was really expecting it to be the bus they needed so everyone was pleasantly surprised to see the bus displaying the words Dinosaur Times as its destination above the front window. Oh, thank you, thank you, said the Triceratops, nodding its three-horned head with delight. I thought I'd be lost forever. The bus stopped, they said their goodbyes, and the Triceratops climbed on board. As they watched the bus drive away, the three children decided it was time to head home. So pleased they all were with how helpful they had been throughout the morning that they sang and cheered all the way back. In fact, they had done so much singing and cheering that by the time they stepped through their front door, they could no longer sing or cheer at all. After spending the morning helping others, Asher, Caleb, and Sebastian had now lost something of their own. They had lost their voices. The End